All right, so we got permissions out of the way. We're good to go. Yay. Talk about Pod Bash 2023. Yes. So excited. It was amazing. Even though you're sitting here in pain right now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think I've ever sat so straight in my life in a chair. You know what's really funny, though? What? Your lady parts are hurting, but not from Pod Bash. Like, that's the most hilarious part about this. <laughs> so, I can't really say that my lady parts are hurting, because quite frankly, they're not. Well, it's I mean, it's more of, like, my incision okay. my tummy. But it's from lady part surgery. Yes, yes. So, like, it's kind of interesting and funny in a way. I think it's hilarious, because... And, oh, and technically, I bled, and that's what you do to me, but... That did not occur at Pod Bash, which I don't know how because you fucked the shit out of me. Hey, I mean, I thought you was going to get tore up from the floor up. I totally thought so too. But that did not happen. No. And I guess people are just going to have to listen to see what actually happened. Yes. Are you ready to do this? Fuck yeah. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It is episode 64. No. What? 63. No. Yes. You sure about that? Uh, Yes, sir. 62 was episode 924. 62. Well, fuck are, me running. I know. Technically, we will have a 64 because we are doing a two-part for Podbash. Oh, that's right. But this one is 63. The next show that we're going to record later tonight yes. is going to be 64. That is correct. Wow. I know, right? Everything's been a blur this week. I know. It so, is a bit, and it's been just a hot mess. I can't wait to talk about Podbash 2023. It was that's amazing. what this episode is going to be all about. Yep. So if you don't want to hear about Podbash, just... Skip I mean, this episode totally and the next one. So you, you totally should hear about Podbash because next year is going to be on fire too. Oh my god, it's already like it's already booked. I mean, it's half sold out. Yes, already, already. So, so like, if you want to get onto Podbash for 2024, you need to go to frontporchswingers.com and you need to get yourself your tickets and well, get your room booked. No, you need to make an account at members.frontporchswingers.com. Okay. But you actually have to book through secrets using the Podbash code. That's right. Yes, because if you don't use the Podbash code when you book, you don't get all the extras that come along with with Podbash. You need those extras. Well, yeah. I mean, because all that extra shit that Brian and Brenna do is what makes Podbash Podbash. Yes. So let's get into this. All right. So we left... After working a full day on Wednesday yes, last week. Yes. You know, we... We were we were flying. Yeah. So we had to... Uh, we had friends that were going to take care of our child for the days that we were going to be in Vegas, which thank you so much for that because they were a lifesaver. Yes. And we literally met on the side of the road, did a transfer for the child, and then we got escorted basically to our plane ASAP so that we could make it on time. Yeah. I mean, I knew we were going to be on time. Okay. Like, now, fair note. You told me that the plane was leaving at 630. No, 
I told you we had to be there at six thirty. Oh, see, I thought your ADD brain said the plane leaves at six thirty. Well, maybe that was a good thing. Though. It was a good thing because we were way on time, and I'm sitting there, which of course I was stressed about being on a plane because I've never flown in my life. I know. So then I had an hour of sitting there panicking. It Instead was, of just getting on the plane. It was kind of hilarious, not going to lie. I know, you were totally enjoying my moment of just panic mode. Well, I mean, that's the uh, sadist in me. You, you know. didn't even have to do a damn thing. You just had to sit there and exactly. watch. Exactly. It was like, you know, you were freaking out. I was. I literally did a shot in the bathroom. Yeah, we we brought our own, you know, little airplane bottles. Mm-hmm. And... You didn't need any, but you just wanted it just because. Yeah, I just wanted tequila. So yeah. I went in the bathroom and did mine while I was peeing. It yeah. was great. <laughs> I was sitting there going, I need to, I need something to take the edge off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so like we did our shots. We sat there. We waited. We finally get on, get on the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, you are shaking. I you was. You were so scared. I was. I was legit. My legs were shaking. I was gripping the shit out of your freaking thigh and your hands and I was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. And then, so we finally, you know, taxi to the runway. Yeah. And, you know, you're like, okay, this isn't too bad. And then, you know, we start to take off. Yeah. And, you know, you get that. You get pushed, like, back, pushed in, back into the seat. And you start crying. You know, you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I thought the crying started more when we started lifting off. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, really know because it, it was there was a lot of emotions that went through from the time that we started taking off to the time that we went up into the air and then the little bit of the turbulence to get to like the level that we needed to be at. Yes, our cruising altitude our of 30,000 feet. I don't even know what we were at. Okay. All I know is I was in the fucking air and I was panicking. Yes. Internally. Don't worry. Like the passengers had no idea except for tears coming down my face. Yeah. So that was awesome. I so, laughed the whole time I recorded you. Oh, yeah. It was there, great. there is recorded evidence of my first time on a plane. And I allowed it because I knew this experience was never going to happen again as my first time. Right. So I was like, it's fine. You just record whatever emotions you pick up. Yeah. So we're flying. You know, you're calmed down now. You're like, okay, we're in the air. Yeah. Magically. I don't know how that happens. But, yeah. you know, we're on our way to Vegas. And the flight attendant comes you know, to ask if we want drinks or anything like that. And I tell her that this is your first time flying because a lot of times they'll help, you know, like new flyers calm down and all that. Just kind of reassure you that you're going to be fine. And and the flight attendant had been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. She's like, I do this every day. Yeah. She's like, you are perfectly fine. So uh, she asked where we're going, say Mm -hmm. Vegas also for the first time. Yes. And she's like, oh, well, would you like a cocktail? Yes. You know, to start your journey. And she was like, to take the edge off. Yeah. So we look and we order mm-hmm. and I go to pay and she's just like, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I'm like, fucking score. Which I did not, I was not aware of this probably just because I was so like in frantic mode of like, oh my God, we're on a plane. I just need a drink. Just get me the drink. Yeah. So I didn't even know that that, in, that had happened where she was just like, no, no, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to say the airline because no. I don't want to get her in trouble, but fucking best stewardess ever oh my god attendant. yeah i would say out of all of the planes that we've been oh, on now she was the best she was top-notch the best yeah um and then later on before we landed <laughs> on her last round of drinks and snacks she brought me a bailey on the rocks yeah also for free yes 
So because she was like, "Have you ever had Bailey's on the rocks?" I was like, "No, I've had Bailey's before." Like in my, you know, my, uh, oh my goodness, my nutty Irishman's, my little shots that I get. But I was like, "No, I never had it just plain by the rocks." It was amazing. Yeah. So I mean, you were liquored up. Oh yes, I was feeling real good. My face was all like tingly and hot feeling, and I was like. It, this is on point. I am no longer giving two flying fucks about being on a plane right now. Yeah, I mean, like... You I had, also hadn't eaten, so... Oh, yeah, we didn't eat dinner. No. Nothing, so it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. We land. You were mm-hmm. a little scared at the landing because we, like, it, came like, in hot. Yes, you know, yes. kind of smacked the runway. Yeah, that kind of scared me, too, so I grabbed your thigh again. But, I mean, that kind of happens on smaller planes. Yes. You know, because, like, you come in hot, and then you smack down, and... They hit the brakes and your face flies into the front of the seat. Yeah. Which you were not expecting. You were like, oh, shit. I was not. I totally was not. So I was laughing at that. All new experiences. So. And luckily, we didn't really have a wait, like, for our connecting flight. I think it was, like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, but by the time we got to the gate, Mm -hmm. it was literally five, ten minutes, and we were getting on the second plane heading to Vegas. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, I know we had enough time to sit down and eat our food and I had time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I mean, we had like 10 minutes once we got to the gate. Yeah. So that was perfect. We didn't have to sit around and wait. And uh, the second flight, you were much better. Oh, yeah. You gripped my arm. We were on a bigger, a bigger, a bigger ship. (laughs) We were on a bigger airplane. So that was also a little bit more comforting because it handled better going up. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a Cadillac versus like. A lowered Impreza. Pretty much. Yeah, that was that was a good a good uh analogy of that. Yeah, so you did very well. Um we kinda napped a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Off and on on the two and a half hour flight to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I woke up before you because when we got there I saw all the lights and I saw the the sphere that was just built. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. I was amazed by all the lights because I love lights. So it was like perfect for me to see at night. You woke me up literally as we touched the ground. Uh Uh-huh. I look out the window and the Vegas airport kind of runs along the strip. It does. So I looked out. I saw we were in Vegas and I was like, all right, I got 20 minutes. He totally did. He went back to sleep on me. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to look out the window and like take it all in because like we're on the ground now. So I'm safe. Yeah. So... You know, I napped until we basically got to our gate Mm -hmm. and then we got off and we had to find the Uber lift area, Yeah, which kind of set me off because it's not very clear. I mean, like to get to the main area is clear, but they don't tell you like, hey, your Uber or Lyft is going to pick you up over here. Right. So I'm like, where the fuck is this guy going to pick us up at? Right. Because there's two different locations at the Vegas airport. Mm-hmm. So I think I told him the right place. Right. You know, so, so you're all like, I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to go. Well, what if we like miss them? And I was like, well, look, all these cars are coming over here and people are going that direction. Let's just go that direction. And I was like, what color are we looking for? And he was like, it's a red Toyota. And I'm like, all right. And then as we were walking, there comes this like zipping little like Toyota looking Prius thing. And I was like, that might be our car. And it was. Yeah. I mean, now, in my defense, mm-hmm. I worked all day. You did. and so I was up at 5 o'clock in the morning, Alabama time. Right. So, by this point, it was feeling like 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, not quite 24 hours, but 
in Alabama time, by the time we were waiting for our Uber, it mm-hmm. would have been almost three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Our time. So, and I got an hour, hour and a half nap. Yeah. So we get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. It's like a 15 minute ride from the airport. Mm-hmm. And we check in and we're texting Brian and Brenna because they said to text us when we got there because yeah. everyone was going to be hanging out in the penthouse and all this. Nothing. Nothing. We get crickets. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess either they're out, mm-hmm. you know, or everyone's in bed. Yeah. Because it was like, what, midnight? A little after well, midnight? No, it was like 1245 when we checked in. Okay. Yeah. In Vegas time. Yes. So as we were just hanging out in the lobby, another couple had come in and told us that everyone was out on Fremont Street. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, maybe they're out, you know, with everybody and mm-hmm. we'll just hang out and wait for them to get back. Yep. So we go take our stuff up to the room and on the way, or no, before we even get in the elevator. You get this like hug up from behind. Yeah. Like I get groped from behind. And you're like, ooh. I knew exactly who it was. Which was hilarious because like I was still trying to figure out who he was. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you didn't have a lot of interaction with him in the Telegram group. I didn't know. But uh, this is a gentleman that Brian put me in touch with when we were building the website and he's, that's what he does for a living. Mm-hmm. So I had gotten to know him pretty well, um, through that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I felt the hug from behind, I'm like, Hey Adam. <laughs> and he's like, how did you know it was me? <laughs> I'm like, you're the only one that's going to grope me in public. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. So, I introduced you to him, mm-hmm. uh, which he obviously knew who you were from yes. you know, the Telegram group. But we did our introductions, and then we went up, put our stuff in the room, mm-hmm. told him that we would meet him down in the lobby just to hang out and chat and yep. stuff. And yeah, because his, his other half had already passed out yes, for the night. Yes, Miss Kelly, uh, the princess, was already passed out. I don't blame her. So... We ended up hanging out just talking outside. Oh, yeah. Until about 2.15, 2.30, something like that. Uh-huh. And then we went up to bed. Yeah, because I believe everybody else at that point was already asleep, and they we missed them, like, because they apparently split up in two different groups that night. Yeah. So the first group that had gone out, or the whole group that had gone out, half of them had gone back to the hotel already and had just gone to sleep. And there was another group that was out and still had not returned yet until after we had gone to bed. Right. Um, so we go up to bed and the room was beautiful. Oh my gosh. I loved it. I mean. The, the tapestry that was on the wall. Well, with it, the woman, it was like a. It was like a face painting. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was just like a, like a, a picture wallpaper thing. Yeah. That they put on one wall for like an accent wall. Mm-hmm. But it was. It was really pretty. It was. There was um, a, a, a cuck hold chair in the corner. Oh, always. I mean, <laughs> there was a cuck chair. Uh, the bed was very nice. The was. headboard was the kind that's built onto the wall. Yeah, it was so from one wall to the next. And it had just enough space from the ceiling, from the top of the headboard for the lighting accent. And we had blue. Yeah. Yeah, blue. It was like a bluish purple. Yeah. Uh, which was really nice. It was. But we couldn't figure out how to turn it off. No. So we slept with it. Yep. The whole time that we were there yeah um i will say it was very noisy in our room because we were right next to the highway right and there was an intersection right there too so at one point there was actually um 
I'm not sure which night it was or yeah, it was a, it was a nighttime, but there was an accident where someone hit the pole. I think it was Thursday or Friday night. Yeah. So there was a lot of honking and beeping and tires squealing and yeah, it was just a lot of noise. So I don't think we fucked that night. Oh no, we did. Did we? Yes, we did. Okay. We fucked. We, we fucked. (laughs) And then passed out. Yes. Uh, but of course, you know, in true Pedro fashion, mm-hmm. when we fucked, you I, just came on my stomach. I just came on your stomach. Mm-hmm. You know? This is how I know that we fucked. Because, yes. Cause I remember now. Yeah. Um, because obviously we are at pod bash now. Right. And, and at this point you actually, now we've had sex pretty much every single day leading up to going, except for, I think Monday we didn't have sex. Yeah. So Tuesday we had sex. So basically starting from Tuesday, you were not coming in me anymore. So right. we, you actually hadn't came in me. Since like Sunday. Yeah, since Sunday. So very well prepared that there was not going to be any like. Surprises. Surprises for, for anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, which I, I kind of. Pedro fashion. I pride myself on that I respect. Yeah. Because you, know? you love to come inside me. Oh, I do. You're just like, I must do the best thing for everybody else. And they can share her. So right. I mean, let me make it a best experience. Well, I mean. Like I knew going in that there was a good chance that what always happens was going to happen. Like you go in saying, uh, I probably won't play with anybody. Mm-hmm. And then you get somewhere and you're like, I want to play with all the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just preparing for that. Just in case. Just in case. Mm-hmm. So that your potential play partners, you we're, know, if they're like me. Right. We're going to be turned off by that. Are cool. Yeah. Um. So now Brian had mentioned about getting up early yes and going to record a bonus episode Mm -hmm. at six o'clock in the morning yeah well he didn't give me a time oh but he gets up at 5 36 o'clock every day he does so you actually got yourself up at six o'clock which i was very impressed because we didn't go to bed till like 2 30 or almost three yeah but you did you got up i was past the fuck out yes and there is twitter evidence of that there is Yes. And so, I was not aware of these until the, like that later that day when you sent them to me and I was like, you took pictures of me sleeping. And he was like, it looks so sexy and cute. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I'm up, I'm trying to text Brian. He's not answering. So I'm like, I'm going to go down and get coffee, mm-hmm. you know? And I did, I ended up meeting a very awesome gentleman down there who happened to be the husband of a hot wife that had messaged me oh. on telegram like two months prior to pod bash. Awesome. So you got to meet her other half. Yeah. I mean, like we had talked a little bit, mm-hmm. but I had never actually seen a picture of him. Oh, so okay. I didn't know what he looked like. Gotcha. And, uh, when he introduced himself, the name, I was like, ah, uh-huh. like I know who you are now. Yeah. I'm like, your wife wants to fuck me. <laughs> I was like, outstanding. Right. Very nice to meet you. So we had coffee. We talked for fucking an hour and a half. Oh, damn. You know, and then his better half showed up because I think she was up getting ready or something mm-hmm. and talked to her for a little bit. And then Brian finally comes out. It's like 730 now. Oh, my. <laughs> and he's like, man, I just, you know, I couldn't get going this morning. I'm like, OK, no problem. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you're up for it, let's go to the studio and record this episode. Awesome. So we go and uh, he's telling me all about you know, the area and all this. And, you know, it it was cool to see what he talks to me about. Yeah. When we do talk 
now I can actually you can put a picture to it. Right. Uh, and we get to the studio. It's a really cool little place. Um, and we get into their studio and if you watch their lives on TikTok and stuff, you know, it's the whole backdrop with the dartboard and all that, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh, like, Live I feel like person. I've been here before. Right. <laughs> so we get to recording. Things are going great. And about 18 minutes in, we realize the laptop shut off. Oh no. <laughs> now we're like 30 minutes in at this point. Oh shit. So for 15 minutes, it was not recording us. No. And we're like, fuck. Oh my Because God. it was like a really good, genuine conversation. Like it was flowing nicely. It was flowing like as good as you could hope it oh, to, to go is how no. it was going. So we listened to, you know, like a little bit to see where we left off and we go for round two. Like Please I tell feel me it worked. I mean, I haven't heard it yet. Okay. It's not released. It's going to be a bonus episode on their Patreon. Okay. But I feel like once we got over that initial little blip, yeah, it went back to, okay, good. I just hope that we covered the stuff that we covered. That wasn't recorded. Yeah. Because I feel like that was really good stuff. Oh, okay. So we get that done. We go back and, uh, we kind of hang out and mingle and talk to people and all that. And then it's about time for us to get dinner, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. So we DoorDash or Uber Eats, get some food and then get ready because we have to work the registration desk. Yes. So for us going to Podbash, of course, was to go to the event in general. Um, but we also were going to help Brian and Brenna be able to mingle with all of these people because this is their event. But in essence, when they're doing their own event, they also were having to check in people, make sure that everything else was going on schedule for all of the events that they had scheduled for each night. So what we were doing was by doing the check-in, it was allowing them to actually talk with everybody that they are friends with, that they want to catch up with that they normally wouldn't be able to because they work their own event. Right, because Podbash is not a normal lifestyle event. No. You know, as they say, uh, it's not an event that you go to thinking, I'm going to fuck people. I mean, yes, that's going to happen. Right. But you're you're making those connections and you're making friendships with people in the lifestyle. Right. And you're reconnecting with friendships. Right. That you've made in the past. Right. You know, because some of these people don't get to see each other except once a year at Podbash. And we were coming from all over the place. There was people from New Jersey. There was people from Florida. People. No, I think there was like almost 30 states represented. That's amazing. Yeah. So, and it's just a testament to you know, what Brian and Brenna have built over the years. Yeah. And the, 100%. the community that they have kind of helped nourish. Yeah. Um, because after the entire weekend was over, I mean, I honestly don't think I have met a group that large of genuinely good lifestyle people. I agree. I agree 100%. They are definitely the group that you feel so accepted in. And that you create lifelong friendships with. Right. And the, the awesome part for me was seeing all the different dynamics in oh, yeah. one place. There was a lot of them. Because normally, front porch swingers put on hot wife events. Right. That's their thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Brenna's a 
hot wife. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. But it was like 50% hot wife. Mm-hmm. But then there was, I think, four hot husband couples there. There were. You know, including us. Mm-hmm. There were couple for couple. Mm-hmm. There was single guys. Yep. You and know, there was a few single ladies. A few single ladies. So there was just all kinds of dynamics there. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just meshing together. Yes. You know, like nobody cared about the dynamics. No. And everybody was super respectful of everybody um, with their dynamics. And, you know, just in general, um, there was high, high toler or there was high respect for everybody. Yes. And, you know, I'm going to give kudos to all the single guys that were there. Oh, yeah. Because. Uh, Probably the best represented of their dynamic. Yes, because they get a bad rap. I mean. They do. From all across the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And those gentlemen that were there were super respectful, mm-hmm. very well put together. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Y- you know. They understood the assignment. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, I mean, obviously, you were catching everybody's attention. Apparently. I mean, <laughs> it happens everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. But normally, at a lot of the events that we go to, you know, you get the partnered guys and the single guys that just bombard you. I was just going to say that. They bombard me. Where, like, the single men did come up to me, or at least a few of them, but there was never like, I never felt like they were trying to pursue to the point of making me uncomfortable. Right. It was just genuine conversation of nice to meet you. You're very beautiful. Right. And this is who I am. Yes. And you got a lot of, you know, Hey, if you're interested, I did, you know, they at least put it out there, but it wasn't like they were holding me to it. Right. You know, it was, if you're interested, mm-hmm. please don't hesitate to come find me, Yep. you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that is very different from what you're used to. It is. Because a lot of the times it's, you know, oh, you know, I'd really love to go play or, yes. oh man, I would love to, you know, feel that pussy or, you know, yeah. like shit it's that. Just stuff that doesn't really turn a woman on. Right. But a lot of these guys, you know, they were super respectful, very well spoken. Oh my gosh. Yes. Very that, well. That I think is what went really far for me. In the dynamic, because I don't look for single men. Right. So for them to come up to me and to have such an etiquette of about themselves, it really spoke a lot for their personality and how they carry themselves in general. Right. Because even though you don't look for single men, mm-hmm. we do have a love for male, the, female, male. Yep. So, so there was a potential that, you know, if they stood out enough for me that I would right. consider them. Right. So you know, they went about it in all the right ways. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, honestly, I think there may have been, you know, at least one or two that potentially could have made that happen if we had more time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm one of those where like, I have to build up my conversation with you to feel comfortable to want to play. Right. And you know, if they were busy and I was busy with other things, we just didn't have that time allotted in the four days. Right. So that was awesome. So we went and we did check in Mm -hmm. while Brian and Brenna were with, I think about 30 of the VIP. Yes. They were doing a dinner on Thursday where they did a a VIP dinner Mm -hmm. at 
the restaurant in the hotel. Yeah, and it was like a three course, wasn't it? it was, they uh, had it was, like a pairing. I think it was like a five course meal type okay. thing. Um, so I've heard from some that it was very good. Mm-hmm. Others didn't really care for the menu choices. Right. But obviously that's subjective. It's your taste. Yeah. Um, but the stuff that I was told was there sounded very good. Oh yeah. There was like octopus and Wagyu and yeah, I mean, all kinds of top notch uh, meals. Yeah. And matched with wine and yes. all that. I so. think that's really what kind of sets something apart like that is by having a dinner like that, where oh. you have pairings with your meal, it just sets it up uh, on like top par for the type of experience. Right. And that's one of the things, you know, that, separates their events from others yes 100 percent. yeah you know and like of course yes you have to pay extra for that but i mean but it's worth that experience so you're going to want to do that right um and after that was over we did check in until nine Mm -hmm. then it was time to wait for the party buses to take us to to the palomino yes oh my goodness i loved the palomino so this was like basically a lifestyle field trip it was (laughs) it was that's perfect it was a lifestyle field trip we were all wearing our sexy outfits because you were allowed to wear or at least for us women we could wear whatever we wanted as long as it wasn't lingerie and your nipples had to be covered yes our nipples had to be covered so most of us were wearing something sheer or somewhat see-through in parts of the body yes um so all the women looked absolutely beautiful yes and sexy so many fucking sexy lifestyle women. Yes. At the strip club. Yes. You know, and like, I almost feel bad for the girls because, I know. you know, like a, a lot of the guys were so focused on the beautiful women from the group versus the group. at the strip club. Yeah. Um. Now you were wearing this super sexy little red and black lace dress. I was. I was really... I really was glad that I just shoved my body in that thing. Yeah. I mean, your ass cheeks were barely. <laughs> they were barely covered. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now we get to the club. Mm-hmm. We get up to the VIP area. Yeah. You know, which, you know, it's a pretty big area for a strip club. Yeah. And it is packed. Oh, yeah. Like you literally had to like just hang out on the wall. Because yeah. there was no more seats really available. Pretty much everybody was either at the bar or already sitting. Or they had, I don't know what you would call it, but where they had the main stripper pole where the girls were dancing. It, it was the tipping counter. Yeah, but it was, I'm not used to them being like inside almost like a barrel. Yeah. So that was different for me, but it was easy for like the money to kind of fall in for the girls to scoop it up versus like on the right. flat so performance table. Fall all over the place. Yeah. So I understand that aspect, but it could just kind of uh, was different for me to see. Right. Well, I mean, that area up there, like that's where the celebrities go. Oh. I mean, and I don't know if people that have never been to Vegas like quite understand like the strip, cu- the strip club culture out there. Hell, I don't even think I do. But, y- you know, for you to get up into that area, mm-hmm. you're dropping a hundred grand, oh, like shit. between you and like your entourage. Oh wow! Minimum. Okay. Yeah. So, for Adam, the owner of the Palomino LV, which we absolutely adore him, we do, and uh, his beautiful lady. For him to make that happen, yeah. For Brian and Brenna, that's amazing. Like. You're not going to do that out there 
without connections like that. Correct. Yeah, you wouldn't. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, just to be treated like true VIP. Yeah. You know, like Adam, he gave you money. He did. To tip the girls. He gave me some drinks as well. Gave you some drinks. His staff was super. Super friendly, super helpful. Yes. Um, Even the ladies walking around, they were, you know, obviously they were doing their job, but they were very sweet. They weren't, you know, super pushy. They were, they had. And beautiful. They were absolutely amazingly beautiful. So, um, I, I, they're just, they're gorgeous. Um, But I I absolutely, I just love the whole atmosphere and the way the whole strip club was put together. Yes. Now, throughout the night, you know, Adam came up and talked to you and mm-hmm. talked to me and all that. And you had told him at one point that you wish you could get up and try to dance yes. for the lifestyle guys. Yes, I because did. Because you have fun pretending to be a stripper. Yes. So I am <laughs> by no means do I have the skills that his ladies have. Not at all. Not, thank you. Um, you have the looks. You don't have the skills. <laughs> yeah, right. I have just the looks. No skill. Um so I, w- I always love when I get that good song going and it does, it brings out that stripper vibe at me and I'm just like, let me just have fun with this poll. Right. But he was like, if you want, he gave me his card. He's like, just text me and let me know when you get a group together and I'll open up the VIP room for everybody. The private room. Yeah. The yeah. private room for everybody and they can go in and you can dance for them. And I was like, okay. Sadly, though, it did not happen because by the time that we got there, because we were the last shuttle, right. um, most of the group had ended up starting to leave about 45 minutes after we got there. Yeah. So we had just started getting settled in and they started leaving. So we didn't get to make that happen, but it's on the to-do list. Yeah, the, for the next time. That the next time there. we're in Las Vegas, it's happening. Yeah. Like, so, I want to do like a whole amateur night if yeah, he's up for it, for all the girls awesome. in the lifestyle to just have everybody come together, set a time, and us girls will, you know, have us two songs or whatever per girl to just have fun and show off. Yeah. Um, so he was super accommodating. Um, couldn't have asked for a better host. No. Oh my and, God. He was amazing. Um, and he's, I love his personality too. Yes. Now, when, you were tipping the girls. Yes. You would go up to the tip counter. Uh-huh. You know, it's like a circle, like barrel shaped stage. Mm-hmm. You had to lean over. I did. If, cause a lot of times they were doing groundwork. So oh, they were, they were on like the floor on the floor where you could just see like their head. Yeah. So you had to like go in to see like what they were doing on the floor. Right. So you were bending over at the waist, your ass just all hanging out. Like your dress was basically on your back when you would bend over, which I was not really aware of. And every time you would do that, anybody in the vicinity that could see that area of the stage, uh-huh. just their necks just, whoosh. Oh my God. And then they're tapping the person next to them ah, and no like way. talking to them. And then you see their head go, whoosh, you know, ah, that is awesome. <laughs> so after a couple times of that, you came back and I told you, I'm like, take your panties off. You did. So I'm like, okay, sir. And then you started going up again. And when you would bend over, like everything is showing, Oh, you know, like your pretty little pussy is just out there for the entire room to see. All right. And everyone is just like, holy fuck. All I know is I hope that was helping them tip the ladies more. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the women did very well. Cause I, I feel like whenever you have lifestyle people there, the ladies are always going to do really well because all of us are like tipping the shit out of them. But 
I know sometimes, and this didn't happen here, but I know at some of the strip clubs that we've been to, a lot of times they're not tipping until they start seeing someone else do it. Right. And I feel like having a hot woman start doing it, they're like, well, shit, she's tipping. So like, yeah, fuck, I'm going to go tip this girl too. Well, and I feel like a lot of the lifestyle women were the ones just throwing money. Oh shit. Yeah. They're sitting there. I saw this one girl, she was standing and she was literally just making the money rain, just yeah. making it rain <laughs> on them girls. And I was like, yeah, girl, get it. I mean, it was fucking awesome to see. It was so you know, cool to see all you ladies supporting oh, these dancers. Yeah. yeah. You know, because honestly, there's not much difference between the two of you. There really isn't. I mean, they're doing it for money, right? You know, they're, showing off their skills and their beauty to get paid. Right. And you girls are showing off your skills and your beauty to get laid. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, it's one hand, you know, half a dozen in the other. Yeah. We just don't make money off of it because it's illegal. Right. (laughs) You know, unless you're on OnlyFans. Right. (laughs) Which you are. Which I am. Um, So, and I I, I just want to bring that up real quick. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of content creators there. There was, yes. And we had been approached prior to getting there Mm -hmm. by several, Mm -hmm. you know, about making content. And it's not that we didn't want to make content with those people. No. We went to Podbash with the intention of helping Brian and Brenna. Right. So we knew we were going to be busy for at least the first two days. Right. Potentially that third day as well. Yes. So we did not want to schedule anything. Right. To where... We couldn't help Brian and Brenna because they might have needed to grab us. Well, I mean, that wouldn't have happened. What would have happened is we would have had to have let down the other content creators, you know, by saying, you know, I'm sorry, but we need to assist with this. Right. So we just said, you know what? We're not going there not going to, make to make content. content. Right. If something happens while we're there and we can make it work, fine. Right. Uh, that did not happen for the most part. Mm-mm. I mean, it could have, but we just weren't thinking about it. Right. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. There was a ton of content creators, very beautiful, beautiful, and amazing looking couples. Yes. And single men mm-hmm. that were also content creators. And definitely a, a, a lot of the content creators have caught my eye that I, I would definitely play with them at a, at a different time right. where we were not working. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but we went back to the hotel mm-hmm. and that was Thursday night. Yes. So we kind of hung out and mingled a little bit at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was hoping to get some time with Brenna. Yes. But unfortunately, that just didn't happen that night. So no, we but you guys did get to talk on the way back from the Palomino. Yes, we sat together on the party bus. You and Brian yes, sat together. I made sure that happened. Yes. Because like were. you two were like you were trying to be close with each other. But actually her and I were like talking more on the way to like when we got off the bus. Mm-hmm. When we first walked in, me and her were like talking most of the night and like kind of like hanging out. Um, but then like on the way back, me and her were leaving together as well. And like, you were kind of like mingling a little bit with Brian. He was making sure that the rest of the, the group was there because it was the last shuttle back. And I was just like, well, why don't you sit with her? And you're like, like, are you sure? I'm like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll just sit with Brian. Like, it'll work out. So that's what I did. I was like, make it happen. Yeah. So like, I don't want to talk too much about Brenna and I until the next episode. Yeah. Um, But 
yes, we did get to sit together for the 15, 20 minute ride. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. We had great conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, got a little, a little bit of snuggle time, you know, as she was holding my arm and putting her head on my shoulder as we Mm -hmm. talked and it was fucking great. But I want to save the Brenna stuff. Yes. Um, for the next episode. So we are back at our heart at the hotel. Yes. We fuck again. Yep. Which, uh, up to this point, you know, we'd only fucked Wednesday night when we got there. We didn't fuck all day. No. On Thursday. Mm-mm. Right. No. Wait, no. no. Did we fuck in the afternoon? We, ooh. I think we did. We, we did before we went down for something. But yes, because okay. we, we, on Thursday, we fucked twice. Yes. All right. So we fucked again and then passed out. Yeah. Because it, it was almost like we had to do that because the highway was so noisy. <laughs> we almost, yeah, basically. You know, that was like we our, needed to get tired. our nightcap. Yeah. Um, and then we get up Friday. We wanted to get up to go to the gym with Brian. Right. But I. At six. And we just. I woke didn't up. Happen. And I hit the snooze and I texted Brian and I was like, I am so sorry, but I'm not going to be able to make this work because I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. It was like eight 30 when we got up. Yeah. So we got breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, did just normal stuff, hanging out with some people, talking, mingling, mm-hmm. making connections. Um, I tried spending a little bit more time with uh, Brenna. Mm-hmm. Now Friday was our pool party day. Yes. So she was very busy. Mm-hmm trying to get all that situated and going, you know, which, you know, I totally understand. It was a lot going on. Oh yeah. Um, and then we went up and got ready for the pool party. Yep. Came down, you know, you decided that it, you were going to throw me in for the twerking contest. Well, hold on before we even get out to the pool party, I realized I did not bring a fucking shirt. Oh yeah. To wear with my bathing suit. No, you really, you didn't. So I'm like, and I forgot my sunglasses at home. We all forgot our sunglasses. Yes. So I'm like, I need something because I have very sensitive eyes. We both do because we're both like blue eyes. and Right. So I'm like, ah, let's check out Upside Down Creations. Yes, because they had their own little vendor room set up. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking perfect. Yes. So we go in there. Which, by the way, this is the woman who was trying to find me at, at Naughty in Orleans. Yes. When I went MIA because I got stuck in the elevator. Yes, she was the beautiful woman I had asked to go find you in the bathroom. Yes, and she remembered me. She's like, oh, we found you. I'm like, yep, here yeah. I am. And she's like, if I would have known you were that hot, I would have tried a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. So uh, I'm looking through the hats because I really needed something just for my eyes. Yeah. Um, and I found like this big straw hat. You did. And- you it totally rem- could rock it too. It, it was reminds me of the curious George yes, person, the man in the yellow hat. Yes. Like that's what it reminded me of. It totally does. And it has a leather patch on like the top part of the hat that says blow me. Yep. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. And then I found a tank top that matched my swimsuit. It did. But say what is on your tank top. Okay, so it is like the picture of like the bathroom guy, like the male bathroom sign Mm -hmm. without the head. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom, it says, can you guess what I'm missing or needing? Yeah, what I'm needing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
which I thought went perfect with my blow me hat. It did. It was perfect. So I bought that as well. Yes. Uh, and then you got me my hat that says kinky on it. Yes. And you also got a belly shirt yes. or like a halter top or whatever you want to call it that also says kinky. Yes. So, you know, we spent some money there. Oh, heck yeah. We're planning to spend more. Absolutely. They have great shit. They really do. And they are fucking awesome people. And they're going to actually make us a custom one for the, well, you have a tumbler that you're going to yes. have custom made. And then they're going to make me a custom kinky tink hat and t-shirt. Yes. Kinky tinky. Yes. Kinky tinky. <laughs> yep. So they are amazing people. Mm-hmm. We talked to them for a while and made it out to the pool party. Everyone looked fucking amazing in their bathing suits or, or bathing the women. Suit bottoms. Yes. The women, because it was optional. Yes. You know, had their titties out. And let me tell you, the women at Pod Bash, their titties were tittying. Oh, my God. They were so fucking beautiful. Yes. All the titties. Now, I'm an ass girl, too. Right. But I also do not turn down nice looking titties to compliment them. Right. I mean, I'm an ass guy. And I was not going to, you know, shy away from admiring oh, no. all the beautiful breasts that were there. Right. Um. And they had games. Yes. And one of them, you know, was a wet t-shirt contest for the boys. Yes. Oh my God. How could I forget that one? Yes. So there was like, what, five or six gentlemen that were up. They all wore the white t-shirt. And like, at first they were a little bit nervous on like what to do. But then like after the first one went, the second was like, I fucking got this. Yeah. And they were dumping buckets of water on them. And then they were like jump in the pool and then they would like rip off their shirt and some of them were giving uh, one of the gentlemen there a lap dance. Yes. So it was like a, a guy was sitting and another guy would come up and do a lap dance and all the girls were just hooting and hollering. Yes. And then they would rip their shirt off yes. at the end, you know, and there were some very fit boys there. There was. Yes. Which is why I did not volunteer. <laughs> but to do see, that. I feel like you could have still done it, though. And I think you would have because you're so silly. And you would just have a good time overall. I think you would still get into it and it would still be good. I mean, I think you're, you were, you were too hard on yourself. I, I don't disagree with you. Well, I'm so glad. Cause I know I'm right this one time, but I mean, some of those guys I had not met before, Yeah, you know, I didn't really have a rapport with them where all the guys that were up there already knew each other. Yeah. But Adam was up there. Right. But he, he knew all person. of them. True, true. And they all knew him, you know. So I felt like who was up there was a great representation yes. of I can understand the that. men at Pod Bash. Yeah. Um, you know, and I definitely enjoyed them getting their time to shine. Oh yeah. You know, like I'm not that guy that's gonna be like, oh, look at me, look at me. No, no, you definitely <laughs> you are far from that. So I really enjoyed that. It, it was a fun show. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend won it. You know, Adam won. Yes, he did. <clears throat> so that was awesome to see. I think they won a wand, didn't they? Yes. Or was it the shower head? I think it was the shower head. Right. Because I remember The Kelly womanizer. Was, yes, the womanizer. So now they had received a lot of gifts to uh, give out for these contests. I believe it was from Promescent. Yes, I believe so. So there was a ton of them. So they had really good like things that you could get if yeah. you won these contests. Which was awesome of Promescent. It was amazing. Um, 
And then there was a twerk contest. There was. And I asked you, you to go up there. Okay, you didn't ask me. You told me. Okay, I, I told you it. to get your ass up there. You did. Because And I was like, I don't want to. All these girls have way bigger asses. I know, but little booties got to represent. Apparently, I was the smallest booty. You were by a lot. I but, know. I mean, so, it was terrible. It was amazing. Everybody enjoyed it, and I'm glad that they did. Yeah, I mean, but you I obviously just, didn't win because you can't twerk. I cannot twerk. But it was so fun to watch you get up there and try. Yes. You know, and just have fun with it. I did. And I was trying my hardest to make my little booty do what everybody else does. Yeah. I mean, and the women that were up there, you know, they were fucking phenomenal. They were. They were amazing. So there was a twerk off. Yes. Because one of the women was was going up against the last year's winner. Yes. And it was so close. It was really close. Uh, But in the end, the winner from the year before. She won again. She won again. Very understandable. But That that booty does a lot. (laughs) But I mean, the runner up, I really enjoy because she's so sensual with everything she does. Yes. So like, I was just imagining that twerk action, Mm -hmm. like in a bedroom scenario. And I was like, God damn. Right. So, I mean, I admittedly voted more for her than I did L who won. I was voting for both of them just because I'm supportive like that because I was yes. enjoying both views. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it was it was amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. So, we continued on with the party and then they did another contest where they picked two couples. To do the strap-on ring toss. Yes. So, the women, you put the strap-ons on. Oh, yeah. Freaking Brenna comes over with this purple strap-on and I was like, give me that. <laughs> yep. So, uh, the other couple, they went first. Mm -hmm. Now they got two rings. They did. Now it is fucking harder than it. It is way harder than you think. (laughs) Yeah. Because one, the dildo is only about what? Maybe four inches long. Four or five, maybe five. And it's not curved. It's it's straight straight out. And and it hangs down. Yes. It hangs down. So you had to like tilt your pelvis upward. Yes. So I was the one, of course, wearing the strap on. So I was kind of, I mean, I have a long legs, so I really had to like turn myself as much as I could. And everyone's like, you should have just been on like, you're doing like a back bend basically. But then I was like, I I probably couldn't have done that because my back doesn't bend. (laughs) Yeah. So I got two. You did. And then at the last second. You got that last one. I got the third one and we fucking won. Yes, it was awesome. And it was awesome. We got. um, Uh, We got the pod bash tumbler. Yes. We got a hat. Mm-hmm. We got a door sign, you know, that says do not disturb. And then it, the other uh, one says come join. Or is it friends welcome? I think it says come join. Okay. And um, then we also had this little like clutch bag that has like the two pineapples fucking on it. Yes. And it has like this bejeweled looking uh, wrist, wristband kind of thing yeah. to attach it. So I'm like, that's perfect for like going out to the club or something just throw your purse or throw your wallet and ID and IDs like, yeah. and cell phone in there and stuff. Right. So that was really cool. Yeah. You, you know, super grateful to Brian and Brenna for putting all that shit together. It was, um, it was great ideas. Very fun, interactive. Yeah. And everyone was just having a great time mingling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, we got to talk to a lot of people. We talked to Jade and uh for a long time actually yeah, yeah. i mean i'd say close to an hour just yeah. standing talking so that was amazing to make that connection mm-hmm. and then uh friday night 
was the leather and lace party. Yes. But we also had to work the registration desk. We did. Again, from five to 10. Right. So like right after the pool party, uh, I stayed at the registration desk. Yeah. And I went up to go get dressed and showered for yes. the night. Um, now, leading up to Friday night here, I forgot to mention on Thursday night, I got to interact with uh, the hot wife. Yes. That had messaged me months before. Mm-hmm. And we basically made it well known. She wants to play with me. Mm-hmm. I want to play with her. Mm-hmm. Her husband wants me to play with her. Right. <laughs> so we were going to figure out how to make this happen. And she actually had approached me while we were at the Palomino and yes, had said right. that she was interested. She wanted to talk to me and she was interested in playing with you. And she just kind of wanted to talk to me about it. And right. I was all about that. Yes. And, you know, that just shows you the caliber of people mm-hmm. at this event Mm -hmm. you know like yes she's a hot wife she can fuck any guy there that she wants right but she found it you know that she needed to be respectful to you knowing i was a solo playing guy yes she wanted to make sure that she at least reached out to you and that means a lot for me in that kind of a dynamic because i know i'm not a part of it i get the after reward so for her to do that stands out quite a bit and it kind of sets my mind at ease and I therefore can connect with that person. And that's all I need. If I'm not going to be involved, I just need that little bit of a connection with them of an understanding and just to kind of feel them out a little bit. Like I don't got to become their best friend just for me to just talk and be on the same page is what helps me a lot to encourage it and be supportive. Right. So fast forward back to Friday. Yes. I'm at the registration desk. You're up getting ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm checking in a, a bunch of amazing people, some that were there, you know, for the weekend mm-hmm. and some that were just like day passes or weekend passes. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet a lot of cool people from doing that and have conversations as people were passing by and all that, which mm-hmm. is amazing because I love having those conversations with people. You do. And then you came down looking fucking amazing. I was wearing my favorite getup. So it's my black bodysuit that is, I say bodysuit because it goes from my neck down to my butt, but it's like this fake leather looking. It zips up the crotch. And then I have these like stringy straps that come up to my, my neck or my boobs, which is like a sheer see-through black. So luckily in my little goodie bag that Brenna and Brian put together, there was black lace hearted uh, pasties, which was perfect. So I put those on my nipples because you had to have your nipples covered when you're down the lobby. So I had those on and then I had my collar on and fishnets and I had my fishnet stockings with my black PVC boots, which when I put all that shit on, I become the bad bitch. Right. You become a bad bitch. I do. Now this episode is going to be a little bit longer. Okay. Than normal. Okay. So because we got some shit to talk about. Oh, this is where like a lot of the shit goes down. Yeah. So if you're tired of listening, uh, I'm sorry about it. But the next probably 20 minutes or so, you're going to want to stick around for. All right. So uh, when I go up to get ready, you kind of get to talk to Adam. Yes. From the Naked Relationship Podcast. Yes. And when I come back down, 
you had said that, you know, he had approached you about wanting to, you know, possibly have have you dom him. Yes. So I made sure to talk to you because, you know, this is what we do. We communicate these things. And I was kind of surprised by this. Um, One, I wasn't expecting him to want to play. Um, But he was like, so this has been on my mind since we started talking. And he's like, I would really be interested if you would like to dom me. But he wanted it to be where I was making him do things. So it was along that line of like a god, a goddess worship type of thing. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of things that he was interested in, which was awesome because they were things that you love. I love to do. Right. So I am very much into the, you know, peeing on people. I am interested in pegging. I am interested in surprisingly anything that has to do with my feet. Um, I was not really realizing how much I liked it because me and you don't really do that. Mm -hmm. But it was actually quite appealing. Also face sitting. Oh, yeah. And of course, I got to do some face sitting too. Yeah. So So, uh, when I came down, you were telling me about all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, I had made a connection, you know, with the hot wife Mm -hmm. and the husband. And we figured out we're doing this tonight. Yeah. So... We figured out a time frame of midnight, right? Yes. You guys were going to go at midnight. Yes. So we were going to play at midnight, but the husband wanted you there to watch with him. Yes. As well as. Keep him quiet. Yes. The wife wanted me to keep him as quiet as I could because he likes. Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Let's do your play session. All righty. So once I get back down, you tell me all this and I tell you, well, hey, uh, this is the time that you're going to need to get. I need to play at 12. Right. So I'm like, if you're going to do this, mm-hmm. go make it happen. Yeah. So I asked for permission from Adam's other half killing. And she was like, oh my God, go for it. Go have fun. And I was like, okay, thank you very much. I can't wait you know, to do this. So him and I just went up the elevator and went to my room or our room because it was just easier that way. Um, and once we got up there, we, you know, got all situated. I showed him Willis. He was like, and my other two, and he's like, I want Willis. And I was like, that's a good pick because it looks kind of like Pedro's dick. So I was like, this is perfect. And it's my favorite one to use anyway. So we started out on the bed and I have him unzip my boots and he like takes them off real good, slow. And then, you know, he wanted my feet, like he wanted to smell my feet. And of course it was perfect because, you know, they're just with the fishnets on inside my boots. So they, they were clammy. So he was just absolutely in love with smelling my feet. And then he was like, uh, I really want to eat your pussy. And I was like, well, first, well, before we got there, I had to that point, I had him also take off my clothes so that way he could suck my toes. Right. But now I've seen the videos that you made. Yes. Which, by the way, I think would be really hot on OnlyFans. So, Adam, if you guys want to make that happen, (laughs) get with us. Um, He fucking loved your feet. Uh, yeah, which I think is what helped me get really into it. Cause this is my first time really having someone worship my feet. Yes. Like I've had people worship my feet online, right, but, but this it's was, different. This oh, is yeah. in person. This person is showing me how much oh, he's enjoying you can my feet. See, it is evident 
how much he enjoyed it. Well, yeah, I had, you know, one foot massaging his cock while I had my other one in his face. So, or in his mouth or in his mouth. Yeah. So once my fishnets had come off, then he was like sucking my toes and he was very good about it. But what really was interesting is like I had, there was a little bit of times where like he was like catching with his teeth. And I was just like, I want you to suck my toes like you would a cock. And like, oh my God, huge change. I was like, damn, right, because this was a turn on. Adam is bi. Yes. So that's a reference he understands. Yes. <laughs> and, and there was, it was like that, like it's a, a complete change. And I was like, man, I should have told you that sooner. <laughs> yeah. But it was so fucking hot. And then by that point, as I'm still having one foot massaging his cock and he's sucking on my toe, he stops and he's like, I really want to eat your pussy. And I was like, all right. So he helped get the rest of my outfit off so that he could get to it because there's no way with my outfit that he could have. So he gets it off of me and then he, I sit back down on the bed and he's on his knees because I told him, get on your knees and you can eat my pussy that way. So He's eating me out and I'm like squeezing my thighs against his head and I'm just like burrowing his face in there. And he was just fucking loving it. And I was too, like, it felt so good. And it started building up for me where I was like, shit, am I going to squirt? Because if that was going to be the case, I was like, well, we could just go to the shower because then if he wants me to pee on him too, I was able to do both. So I was getting really, really close and I was feeling that pressure of like, okay, do I need to pee or am I going to squirt? So I had him stop and I was like, we need to take this to the bathroom and we're going to get in the shower. And he was like, oh, okay. So I got him in the shower and I had him kneel. And then I kind of like lifted one thigh up over his shoulder and had him eat my pussy again. And after like, I don't know, probably only like two minutes, I ended up just gushing and squirting like all over him. Nice. And like, it was kind of like a mix of maybe pee at first, but then it just switched to freaking squirt. And he was just like in love with it and was just like burring his face more in there. And then I had him like lick me from my feet all the way up to clean me up. And then um, from there I had him wait because I was going to go get my strap on. So I had him wait in there and I got the bed ready. And then I told him like, okay, you need to come here and you're going to go lay on the bed and we're going to use Willis. And he was like, Ooh, Okay. So I had him lay on his back and now we were kissing throughout this as well. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, cause he said, you know, that kind of turns him on and kind of keeps him in a good mood with it to keep things flowing. So we were kissing back and forth in between all this and I laid him down or had him on his back and, oh, you know, I was kissing him and then I kind of like scooched myself like underneath. So like my thighs were underneath the back of his thighs mm-hmm. and then I like slowly started working Willis in. And, uh, it went really well. He was really enjoying it. And then I was like stroking his cock as I was, you know, thrusting into him. And we did have a little bit of a minor upset with the first type of lubricant that we used. Right. I remember you saying that. Yeah. So I, like, well, I went really slow and he's like, it just like went right in. He's like, normally it, I have a little bit of back push and it kind of hurts. He's like, but whenever you did it, it just went like right in no problem. And I was like, okay, that's how it should be. Cause I don't want it to hurt when I'm doing this. So when I did get it in and, you know, with this first lube, you know, he was fine with it, but then he's like, it's starting to get a little ouchy. I'm like, does like, does it hurt? Like, is, is Willis hurting? He's like, I'm not sure, but it's kind of burning. And I was like, okay. So I pulled out 
And I was like, why don't you go wash up real quick? And we're going to try a different lubricant. So we had fuck water that we had received from a gift bag from Naughty. And I'm like, let's try this one and see how it works. Big change, huge change. He was like, oh my God, fuck yes. So now I was really able to get it in. No problem, no longer burning. And I'm just fucking him real nice and hard. And he's like jerking himself off and I'm like licking his face and his ears and biting his neck. And he's just like so turned on by it. And I just kept telling him like, I want you to fucking come for me. So I'm going to keep fucking you. And I want you to keep stroking that cock until you come. And he's like, do you want me to come in my hand? I'm like, yeah, I want you to come in your hand. And then I want you to fucking taste it. (laughs) So he ended up coming in his hand and uh, ended up, you know, tasting it for me. And I was very much pleased with that. Now, did you suck his cock at all? I did. So I was just going to, I just realized that there was one little bit before I started pegging him that I did some face sitting on him. That's right. So, so when I was sitting on him, he was eating my pussy, felt really good. This was kind of like our prep before I started pegging him. And, you know, of course his dick was getting hard. So I'm, you know, slowly stroking it and getting it harder and harder. And then I just started teasing the tip of his dick with my mouth. So I would just like kind of slide my mouth a little bit onto it and then like suction real hard and like pop off the top. And then I would go back and I would just keep teasing the fuck out of him. So a little bit of evilness came out when I did that. But there's definitely plans for another play session where I will like tease fuck him. Yeah, because that was one thing I asked you afterwards. Yeah. You know, because like for our normal listeners, they Mm -hmm. know I've been training you to be a dominant. You have, yes. And, you know, I thought for sure, you know, that you were going to fuck him somehow. Yeah. And then when you said you didn't, I was like, I was almost disappointed. I So I wasn't disappointed. However, I wish I had a little bit more time, but I knew I was on a time crunch because you were going to play at 12 and I needed to be there too. So a lot of that was on the back of my mind. And I knew we were spending a lot of time trying to do all these things, which they all were amazing. And I wouldn't have changed it. But if I had a little bit more time, like if I had an extra half an hour, right, I could have had that happen where I could have, after I made him come, I could have gotten him hard again because he doesn't take long, only about, I think he said it's like five, 10 minutes before he's hard again and can play again. So then I could have actually fucked him and teased him that way too. Right. Now, I had also told you during our debriefing, mm-hmm. you know, ways that you can incorporate multiple things at one time. Yes. Yes. So yeah. that way it's a little bit easier for time management. Yes. And they were great tips. So I'm definitely keeping them in mind for our next play session with him. Right. So that way, if I am on a time crunch, I can get Which, it done. You weren't really on a time crunch. You spent almost two hours with him. See, I felt like I was on a time crunch because like, I don't know, I guess it because I was enjoying right. what we were doing, I was losing track of time right. but to I try will to keep say, things moving like, along. BDSM type scenes. They take time. They take much longer they than do. a normal play session. And it, and it technically was because this was a very kinky play. Yes. And this isn't going to be like your normal lifestyle event where you find that person, you're going to make out, go down on each other and then fuck and right. then be done. Like this had lots of different incorporations and we had different scenes in different areas of the right. room that we used. Yeah. So, I mean, next time, you know, hopefully you guys can just have as much time as you need. Yeah. I mean, like this was not planned. It that was, was going to be like, no, oh, we're going to double book here. No, you know? it, it was definitely was not. Because um, 
neither of these things were planned until that day. Correct. And it was really like yours had a little bit more planning, but we didn't know what time it was going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, like we knew since Thursday that it was going to happen. We just didn't know. But it's not like we time. came to the event with these set plans. No, not at all. So it was definitely, it was, you know, it just happened naturally. Right. So, all right. You text me that you're done. Yes. I come up because I need to freshen up. Yep. You know, get prepared for my play date. Mm -hmm. And you guys are still both naked. Yep. You know, we're and just chilling. We were so comfortable with each other. I absolutely loved that. Yeah. Like he legit was like in the bathroom cleaning up and I'm just hanging out. You came in. We're just all hanging out naked. You were the only one with clothes on because you yeah. had to get freshened up. And yeah. So, I mean, I do my thing, mm -hmm. you know, brush my teeth for the 15th millionth time that we went, day. We went through a lot of toothpaste. Um, you know, I make sure I smell good. Mm -hmm. I look good. And you did. You looked amazing. You were so fucking hot. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Which I got told that a lot. I mean, I didn't see it, but I'm not. I don't think you don't think super highly of myself. You like don't. you really don't. I, all the ladies were checking you out though. I know I'm attractive, yeah. but I don't think of myself as someone that like catches attention. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate the compliments that I got from everybody. I, I truly do. Um, but now I did something probably kind of stupid on my part. Uh, um, I know where this is. They going. were handing out samples of some of the promescent products. Yes. Now I had always wanted to try the delay wipes to see if they work. Yeah. Now I don't have an issue with, you know, coming too soon. Usually you don't, I mean, I mean like usually I can, you come like between 15 minutes and 30 minutes, your first round. Right. But I mean, the only time I come fast is usually with you when yeah. we're having our normal, just, before bed sex, yeah. like we're ready to go to bed. Yeah. So I decide I'm going to use this shit. I mean, because I don't, don't want to, I don't want to disappoint. This is my first hot wife, you know, slash hot husband, mm -hmm. you know, play in a long time. Yeah. And so I, is, I definitely don't blame you for using it. And this is a very beautiful woman. She was gorgeous. You oh know, God. definitely my body type. Oh yeah. You know, she was thick in all the right places. Oh yeah. Super pretty face amazing personality oh my god she's such a sweetheart yes i mean like all the boxes are ticked here yep. mm -hmm. so i'm like i do not want to make an ass out of myself yeah especially with you and her husband there watching i know talk about pressure oh my god so i put this shit on it has to dry for 10 minutes which i will note i did not know about this <laughs> yeah she didn't know because obviously i'm a guy i don't want to be like oh yeah i'm worried about it Right. And I already was just like, I want to make sure like you already had your medication that you bring just to make sure. Right. Which I was taking a, a daily Cialis. Which apparently was great. You didn't have to take anything else that whole week we were, or that yeah. whole couple of days we were there. Yeah. I mean, I was just turned on all weekend. You were. So we go down to their room. Mm -hmm. They let us in and well, I actually the door is cracked. Yeah, the door was cracked. We walk in and they're she's, there on the bed and she's, she's sucking, sucking his dick. Yeah, she's sucking his cock. Like, and he's like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. So I'm like, she's fucking ready, ready. Oh, yeah. Because now earlier in the night, in between us doing things and all this stuff, like we had made out several times. She was fucking teasing the shit out of me by, you know, kissing and licking my ears <laughs> and neck. And I was like, oh, this fucking chick. <laughs> so she was ready, ready. Mm -hmm. Now. 
they gave us some drinks, you know, we were talking, just having a good time together. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, all right, it's time to get this shit going. Yeah. So I start making out with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's in like this little. Like black teddy. Yeah. Looks fucking amazing. And uh, I start going down on her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she has an amazing, amazing vagina. Like it was super pretty. Oh, tasted amazing. Even better. And she had, I believe her hood pierced. Oh, okay. Now I, when I saw that, I was like, oh no. Yeah. Cause you've had a bad experience before with, with yes. genitals being pierced. I have a super bad gag reflex. Really bad. And even a piercing down there can trigger it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck me. But as I go down and I'm eating her pussy, it doesn't bother me because it was a ring, not Uh, a bar. Yeah. So it wasn't really like going too far onto your tongue. And it was super thin. Like you you could could, almost not notice it. Yeah. Awesome. It was almost like a hair. Oh, okay. You know, like that's kind of what it felt like in my mouth. It was just like a hair, but I didn't have to worry about it because it wasn't going to get stuck in my throat. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, (laughs) like pubic hair can. Right. Um, so I'm going down on her and I don't know how many times I made her come from oral, but I know it was more than one or two. I'm going to say, I think from oral, she came like three times and it was fast. It was like one and then like a minute or two later, another one. And then like two or three minutes later, she had another one. Yeah. So she comes so cute. Oh yeah. She's like, it's super sexy the way she comes. So then, you know, we move into position for me to fuck her because you know, she is like ready. Yeah. I mean, she is dripping wet and you know, like she had that look in like her she eyes. Eat you. Yeah. She's like, you know, that look of, if you don't put your fucking cock in me right now, <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Like that's the look. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're going to do this. Yeah. So I get on top of her and you know, we're fucking and you guys are watching. Yes. And, uh, so when she first came, like you first got into her, like she didn't make a full on gas, but she made that like mm, at first. And then like when you got a little bit deeper, that's when she went, oh, yeah. I mean, so I have a very nice curve. You do. From what I'm told. You've been told multiple times this past yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever had as many compliments on my cock as I have from this weekend. Yes. But. You know, I pushed into her deep on that first mm-hmm. initial thrust, you know, like nice and slow. Just mm-hmm. let her enjoy the whole thing. And when I got, you know, like to her, her A spot, mm-hmm. you know, up by the cervix there, it was when she was, she just let loose and she yeah. was like, like I hit the crazy switch. Yes. And from there on, it was just like crazy fucking. Yes. And she came a bunch multiple times so at first like i didn't know so i was i was talking to her husband as quietly as possible because this is where she had told me that he likes to comment a lot and it it's not distracting to her but she's like if we can make him quiet it'll be amazing so and she i mean she loves him and it's this is just their thing and this is what he does yeah he's a total goofball he is fucking awesome 
So I was trying my hardest to keep him not as commentary. So I would give him popcorn or pretzels. And then I had to whisper to him because I wanted to know, like, is she coming? Because every woman's different. So he looked at me and he's like, she's getting close. And then when it happened, he like tapped me on my shoulder and was like, it's happening. (laughs) And she makes, again, this most adorable cum sound ever. I wish I made cute sounds like that. Like it puts me in a whole different, like dark scenario. And I'm like, man. Right. But at the same time though, like I love the way you come, but I also love that, you know, with this hot husband dynamic, I get to experience mm -hmm. the other stuff because it really does make me appreciate the way you come. I'm so glad because I don't, but it's like, I know you don't find your version of coming sexy, Mm -hmm. but to me, like I love it. So when I get to experience another woman who has these like super cute, sexy orgasm sounds, mm-hmm. like I can't wait to get back to you and fuck your brains out mm-hmm. to make you sound like a demon. Yes. I definitely sound <laughs> like the demon. So we so, yeah. switch it up mm-hmm. and I have her ride me. Right. So at this point I decided it was a great idea and to now, get, but this has gone on. By the time she starts riding me, we're almost an hour in. Oh, yeah. You are. I mean, I was putting in fucking work. You were. So now, yeah. So this is before you guys took the break. Yes. So she's riding you. And then I come over. And this is after, you know, I was talking with the husband. And then I was doing like texting back and forth with him to keep him from talking. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I went over and. I was like videotaping from like the side view and then the back view, which was so hot to watch her like ride your cock. Oh, she, her ass looks fucking amazing. It does. In that angle. It does. And like, I actually love the way my cock looked like yeah. as she was riding it. Oh yeah. It looked amazing. It was fucking hard, obviously, but like it just looked like it was just stretching her. Yeah. Cause I don't feel that way often. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm hard on myself. So yeah. seeing that, you know, especially with a thicker woman, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my cock doesn't look bad. You know, <laughs> it really doesn't. So now I'm exhausted at this point because yes. I fuck from the bottom. You do. So. So you didn't really stop no matter what. Right. And now I start going a little bit soft. Yeah. And I, I told her, I'm like, I need a, just a little break, a, a couple minutes, get some water. Yep. And by this point, like your face said it all that you're just like, I need a break. Yeah. Like, so. She obliges. We take a little break. I'm drinking my water. She starts sucking my cock and teasing me, you know, by tickling my feet. And, mm-hmm. you know, cause like we're having like a really good time. Like this yeah. is not a, it's not like, like you have super passionate. No, like we are just having fun and we are fucking. Yeah. And so just from that type of interaction, like that shit gets me hard. Like I love that connection mm-hmm. of just having fun and, you know, just she, getting to be yourself and enjoying your time with new people and new connections yeah. that you're making. Yeah. So like she's switching between sucking my cock, tickling my feet, you know, and yeah. now I'm like rock fucking hard. And yep. I'm like, you grabbed another condom I and you're just an, like, let's go. Yep. I'm like, uh, you need to fucking ride this cock again. Yeah. And literally she sits on it and just fucking comes. She did. It was instant. Like, I, I can't even describe how she does it. Like this cute little cum sound that she makes. Yeah. Like 
Even I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like as soon as she slid down, she just came. I was like, yeah. damn. And then we fucked for like another, what, 10, 15 minutes. I'd say close to like 15, 20. Okay. And again, like I'm not trying to brag at, at all. I, I promise. But she came so many more times. <laughs> oh my God. Like I was, I was, I, I'm not, I'm so glad I didn't get in my head about it because I don't come that many times. Yeah. Like it was insane. It was. And of course, like now I'm getting upset with myself because I'm like, you know, cause every time she comes, like she squeezes and it feels fucking amazing. And I'm like, Pedro, why are you not busting a fucking nut right now? <laughs> because like you would have came by now. Oh, especially yeah. because so much time you guys fucked for like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh my God. I know. And you didn't come yet. Yeah. So I'm getting mad at myself now mm -hmm. and like she gets me so close, mm -hmm. but because of the condom, you know, like I just can't push myself over. So I finally tap out. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. Like I love your pussy, but I don't think I'm going to come. So we wrap up, we have, you know, a great conversation with them for like another hour, mm -hmm. you know, just hanging out, being friends. And then, we go back and we fuck like the best <laughs> fuck session we have had in so long. So at first, like I wasn't like I was into it, but then. Oh, that's right. You kind of were in your head a little bit. I was. I was in my head a little bit. So I went through like my old antic um, where I do get into my head and I was just kind of like, well, you know, I think I said to you, you know, you should go brush your teeth. Right. And you were just like, that kind of stopped you. And you're just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. And, and we've had that conversation before about doing that, especially like when I wasn't involved. So you went off to go brush your teeth, but like it kind of changed the mood. And I was, and I was aware of that. And I was just like, okay, I'm definitely in my head. Like I'm aware that I'm in my head now. And I had to like play with my mind to be like, I like this girl. I'm, I got connected with her on a friend level. It's okay. So I actually like, you're getting ready to brush your teeth. You didn't start yet. Cause you went to go pee first and I pushed the door open and I just look at you and you're like, what? And I was just, I shoved you as hard as I, well, it sounded like I shoved you hard against the wall. Cause you made like a thud. <laughs> and then I just started making out with you and like your dick was so fucking hard all of a sudden between my legs. Oh yeah. And then I literally was just like, it was like sitting on a saddle and I was just riding back and forth with my lips on your dick. And I was like, all right, I'm good now. Like I'm not in my head anymore. And I just want you. Right. Because we had talked a lot prior to pod bash about this hot husband dynamic mm -hmm. and what it does to you. Yeah. I, it, because and, I like the reclaiming and it has for years. You just never admitted it to yourself or me mm -hmm. that like that's me how fucking other it. women is what really turns you on. Yeah. And a lot of it was because I used to get in my head so hard right. about it that I wouldn't allow myself to one, pull myself out of that. And two, be able to enjoy that reconnecting and being able to reclaim me, which is what I like to fucking do. Right. Because in the past we never talked about me fucking the other woman. No. Like when we were having our reconnection sex. No. You know, it wasn't something like, cause you had even said, I don't want to hear about it. Right. 
but then, you know, here in the last month or two, we've been talking about it and kind of like doing dry runs yeah. of just talking about past yes, stuff. Yes. And like your pussy just starts dripping instantly. Like it when does. that happens. Well, yeah. So, you know, we decided that pod bash, we're going to like, we're going to play it out. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And so after you're like, you know, riding the, the top of my shaft with your lips yeah. as we're making out, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to fuck you. Yeah. And we go out to the bed. You start sucking my cock. Like you're on your knees on the floor. Yes. I'm standing. You're sucking my cock. And I'm like, all right, like. You're like, I need to be in you. Yeah. I need your pussy now. So you literally lift me up. Like you pick me up. I have my legs wrapped around you. And in like one sweeping motion, you slide your cock right in. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And so like I fuck you there for a couple minutes Mm -hmm. just holding you. And then I put you on the bed and like we fuck for like 10 or 15 minutes and finally i'm like i have to come like i cannot hold this back i'm so fucking turned on right now and i just shot like a huge fucking load it went like from my belly button up to like my shoulder and almost into my hair yeah and i was like it it was damn it was on the pillow it was like it was your pillow thank god yeah it was a huge fucking load i was so turned on and Oh my God. And then we sat and we debriefed. We did. As we were trying to go to bed, Mm -hmm. um, had great conversations. We did. And the next morning we'll end here. The next morning we had more amazing fucking reconnecting sex. Yeah, we fucking did. So it was a great first two days. It was. So if you want to hear about the next evening, and all of that fucking shenanigans. Plus, I'm going to give an update on Brenna and I and how that all went down, you know, at Pod Bash on the next episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry that this one went long, but there was a lot. That there was happened. so much fucking going on. And honestly, we, we definitely need to do this in two versus like three, because by the third one, you guys would be bored out of your minds. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. It was so much fun though. It was. And if, if you're you, all listening to this half already, you need to set up to go to pod bash for 2024. Yes. Especially after you hear the next episode, when we talk about Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So, uh, please tune in next week and make sure that if you're ever out in Vegas, and you want to go have a great time at a strip club, go to the Palomino LV. Yes. The best fucking strip club I have ever been to. Oh my God. Yeah. I 100% agree. Like, like I have, the, I've been to a few, you've been to way more than me, but of, out of all of them, this is the one you have to go to. Yeah. I mean, uh, aside from just the great building, I mean, like the interior decorated, very nice, you know, everything's looks high end the women are all fucking tens. Yeah. Like every single one of them, not to be a douche and give like a number rating, but I I just don't know how else to say it. They're all tens. They're amazing. They're very professional. They love their job and it shows. Yes. And the staff there is amazing. You know, from the bouncers to the bartenders, 
you know, obviously the owner, Adam, Mm -hmm. amazing. Hands down, the best fucking strip club experience you will have. So make sure you check them out at www.palominolv.com. They're also on Instagram. Instagram, So you can find them there. Um, And if you are on the fence about a front porch swingers event, whether it's pod bash, hot wife stuff, I can tell you, you will not be disappointed at all. Definitely will not. The best fucking event we have ever been to. Mm Mm-hmm. From everything, the people, the way it's ran, mm-hmm. you know, all the little side things that you get to do, like it, it was phenomenal. It so was. do it yourself a, a favor and get over to the Front Porch Swingers website and make an account so you can see all their events and see which ones you can get to. You will not be disappointed. So we will see you guys next week with part two of Pod Bash 2023. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, the Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at KS. E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper. And also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast.